Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, y'all? This is Shaquille Bird, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and the only Vinny Milani, alongside my best friend, Aaron Mukes and your boy, A.J. Johnson. I like to throw it up. I like to throw curveballs in here, you know? I like to throw curveballs in here. What's hey, up, guys? No curveball. That was straight down the middle. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was just, I figured if I it. held my hands up in happiness that I would get, like, you know, some love and you would have surprised me and said I was your best friend. It didn't work. I didn't throw my hands up with enough, uh, Oomph, enough gumption or whatever. Oh, I, I thought right? you were throwing your hands up because you were, like, excited to, to hear my you know me being announced first like i thought you were happy oh I, I didn't know that was yeah, when the hell did that, that happen like when, <laughs> when did i start getting announced in the guest by like that's cool that's cool i guess i, I like good. i said i just wanted to throw the curveball i just wanted to throw the curveball out there okay <laughs> that was the curveball and you swung well, and you missed i struck you congratulations out, you're, you're 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 pitching a no hitter right now sir i'm, I'm <laughs> good happy good i plan to do that all <laughs> so long but hey we're not talking baseball tonight guys it is NFL schedule release time. Oh boy, oh boy, we were waiting all day long for this moment, and it has been released. I'm excited to see now when my team's playing. This team, AJ, you and I talked about it before. The Falcons and the Jags play each other week 12. Oh boy, oh boy. Aaron, what's up with you today, man? Uh, it's good, man. I, you know, long week already. It's Wednesday for, you know, first show day, but it's been a long week. I know we're all grinding through our, our school stuff, but uh, I'm excited for the show. I'm ready to talk about these schedules and, you know, we all like to predict wins and losses. So we're going to see, uh, you know, how the, how the Cowboys are going to go 18 and 0. We'll see. Oh, Oh, we don't have that long of a show, bro. We can't. We can't. Then there's no debate. We'll just we'll just market an 18 that's an equation. We're not going to be able to figure out, bro. Like, I don't know if I'm that far in school. I can't figure that out. That's so that's, strong. That's, that's some hard math. That's, that's hard so math. strong. That's so strong. Uh, you know, oh, boy. I, we can all dream. We can all dream. We can. Facts. We can. Facts. It's going to be a great show. Again, we're going to be talking about the NFL schedule as our main event of the evening. We, of course, have our Fast Five, and uh, I did not get a haircut, but I just wanted to point out we are the most interactive show in all of this. I kind of like how that kind of how that box yes, works. So, so do I. This is that, pretty cool. That actually worked very yeah. nicely. All right. All yeah. right. Fully yeah. interactive show, everybody. We want you guys in the chat buzzing here. We want to hear what you think about your team's schedule release, what their record's going to be. Let us know fully interactive show but first it is time for the fast five which i had the honors of doing today it's going Ooh. this one's gonna be a quick fast five guys this is gonna be a real i'm gonna go in less than a minute 20 okay Ooh, i gotta see this i'm excited i'm gonna go well, in less than a minute 20 it's because i cheat and i have the videos made according to aaron so and that's what i do you ain't wrong I do. are you ready timer on the ready 
Fast Five. I'm already ready. If you are if you are new to the show, the Fast Five is when we break down five headlines of the week that was no rough cut. That's how it is. We don't get to see you guys on Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays, or Tuesdays. We would love to. If you want to support the show a little bit more, make that happen. Do so. But we don't see you those days, so we got to catch you up. We got to get you up on this uh, the headlines here, and I've got it here. AJ, you got the timer on the ready. You don't need a timer. Okay, you don't no, need a timer. The video you made is a minute 30 seconds. Oh, what do we true. need a timer for? I guess you're right. You're taking the I fun out of it. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> the whole point is he's supposed to. Quit pulling the curtain <laughs> back, Aaron. Quit pulling the curtain back. We don't like it. We pull the curtain back here. <laughs> Fast five time. Here we go. The Rangers have fired head coach David Quinn after, oh man, this is the moment I have been personally waiting for. This is a great day. Schedules get released. David Quinn fired from the Rangers. Oh, look at me pulling an AJ. Russell Westbrook breaks the record for most triple doubles in his career. Man, that is insane to me. I lo- I've been getting hyped on basketball here, getting super hyped. LeBron James still out. James Harden still out. Anthony Davis still out. All these stars still out on the road to the playoffs. Shohei Otani on the diamond. He is the first player in history, baseball history, to start a game at the, the pitcher position and then lead off the very next night. And of course, the talk of the town. Tim Tebow has signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, reunited with Urban Meyer. Oh boy, oh boy. What? Did I do something? Are you done? Yeah. He hasn't signed yet. Sorry. He hasn't signed yet. Yeah, that, that wasn't your best effort, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to, you know, hey, let's pull the curtain back. I was gonna leave it alone. <laughs> that wasn't your best effort in the fast yeah. five. I think I think nope. uh, I think you struggled yeah. with that one. David hey, you know Quinn, what that is, right? Think, you know, you, you started with is. David Quinn. He got sad, bro. Like you couldn't fight your way through the rest. Let's be honest. I'm still we, on let's really mode. pull curtains back here. Yes. Vinny is still on his honeymoon vacation yeah. mode. And he came back and he didn't even know we were talking about sports today. He's still stuck <laughs> in Mickey Mouse land. So we'll give you we'll give you a pass. To be fair, to be fair, before every show, I don't know that we're talking sports until about two minutes before showtime. And then I realize, oh, wait, we're talking sports and I have to prepare myself. That's how it is that you got there. You got there. I got there. I did. I even even sprinkled in two basketball stories for you. Two basketball stories for you. It went by a little too fast. Go for yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to be a playoffs. The the big story you sprinkled in that I see you saved it for last. I did. I did. did. And that is the Tim Tebow rumors of Mr. Oh my. I can't I I <laughs> Are you still in Disney, buddy? I I'm I'm not still in Disney mode. I'm I'm just to tell everyone the truth here. When that news broke that Tim Tebow is likely to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars, I did not have my phone with me. And I come back to the locker. We were in the park. Come back to the locker and see 47 messages from you guys and everyone else saying that Tim Tebow's a jag. After I said it wouldn't happen, it did happen. Literally, I get all the messages. I see it and I'm like, no. Please, no, man. Please, no, 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 no. And then I see this TikTok video from one best friend Aaron Mukes down there and he's kind of loaded up on this topic and I'm also kind of hot on it so I'm very very interested to hear what you have to say about it Aaron full disclosure full disclosure and I'll try to make this quick because I don't want to get on a tangent or anything like that we have a deep show to get to 
I do not agree with the signing. If they choose to sign him, I do not agree with the signing of Tim Tebow because I don't think he's good enough to play the position that he wants to play. And that's tight end. And that's just a, a personal opinion. However, I want to address the, the outcry of emotions that ex players, current players, uh, analysts, broadcasters are showing to, to like debunk the ability of Tim Tebow to, to have him signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number one, I'm going to use a, a Colin Cowherd reference here, and I'm going to relate it to real life. We all forget that the NFL is a business, and like any other business, people at the top of those businesses, they bring in people that they trust, that they've, re that they've relied on in the past, and they know they can get the job done. So this Urban Meyer best friend business, look, I, I live right next door to him. It doesn't surprise me, nor does it bother me that he wants to bring in his own guy. And I think all these football players are like, well, there's taking opportunities away from other guys who've been working hard. Well, that's life. I mean, we all work hard as sportscasters. And guess what? We'll probably get more opportunities if we know somebody in the business. That's just the way life is. And so all the tears that are being shed because guys aren't getting opportunities, I don't want to hear it. There's been a number of NFL players in the league that have been out of the league for whatever reason you know, pass palms off the field, or maybe they were hurt. If they've had a reputation about being a certain type of guy in the locker room or a certain type of player on the field, they've been given additional opportunities. Is it fair? Maybe not, but that's life. Life's not fair. So I don't want to hear a guy like Des Bryant, who this really, the conversation started with getting mad because Tim Tebow gets an opportunity and maybe somebody else doesn't. We all get it, Des. You were out of the league for a couple of years. You felt you were slighted. You didn't get opportunities. Well, guess what? Baltimore gave you a chance and you had like four catches in like seven <laughs> games, right? And one touchdown. So you didn't perform. And then what happened? You're released. So if Tim Tebow comes into this Jacksonville Jaguars team and he doesn't perform, he's not going to play football. And before that even happens, the man hasn't even been signed yet. We, we're Everybody's jumping to these conclusions and Urban Meyer said it himself like, well, we haven't actually made the decision. I think Urban's just throwing it out there seeing what the media does with it. And if it kind of blows in a negative light or the team doesn't like it, then maybe he'll go away from it. But for, Hey, look, I'm only going to say this, this last point, Tim Tebow is, he's a great athlete. He's always been a great athlete. He was never a great quarterback, but he's been a great athlete. The man can play baseball, football. He's physical. He has mental toughness. He's a great leader. Good. Athlete. I don't think there's any problem with bringing a guy like that on your team. If that was the, if this wasn't Tim Tebow, if it was another, the third string defensive tackle, and this is why you're signing this guy because he brings energy to the locker room and he's a great leader and he's getting that opportunity. Nobody says nothing, but it's Tim Tebow and he was signed, you know, drafted in the first round. So I just think we should let it play out. And if he can make it, if he can make the roster, let him make it. But we're jumping to these conclusions that he can't play a position that we have no clue whether he can play or not. I think there's use for him on a football field. Um, despite what others may think the last time we saw him on the football field, he was with the New York jets as a hybrid tight end backup quarterback, H back and punt protector. And just a little nugget. They ran a fake punt six times and converted all six. Just saying. So there, the, these, there are valuable pieces in the NFL. There might be a place for him, but this outcry about he doesn't deserve it. So what's going on comparing it to Colin Kaepernick? It's outrageous. I don't want to hear it. And all these professional athletes that are crying about it need to stop because if they were given those opportunities, 
they would not turn them down and they would be laughing at people that were making fun of them or saying they didn't deserve it. So uh, I'm just, it's just irritated me. I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Let the man I, live. I tied. That's it. That's all I got. A AJ, yeah. you're still muted, by the way, buddy. That's a minus. It's a, yeah, <laughs> I lost a point. It's cool. I was, uh, it was, it was best that I was muted because I was back here just, mm, and, mm, and, huh. <laughs> huffing and puffing and blowing houses down. Listen, it, I, I, I'll be, I'll be quick. I promise I will. I, first off, good. some people got at me about this and I think they all took what I said out of proportion. I posted the Jags are really giving Tim Tebow a chance or really signing Tim Tebow to play tight end. And people thought I said this should never happen and I'm taking it out of proportion. I've been on social media running my mouth with everybody for the last few days. Hear me now. I don't have a problem that Tim Tebow is getting the chance. I have a problem that there were other people who could have got this chance, who deserve this chance. I had a problem that, that Urban Meyer, like Vinny has said over and over again, is just going out and grabbing his guys. You needed a tight end. You needed a pass-catching tight end. We talked about during the draft how many tight ends he passed over to grab Luke Farrell, the blocking tight end out of Ohio State, one of his guys. And then he goes and brings Tim Tebow on, who hasn't played in the NFL in eight years, awesome. who was famous, who, who was famous for not wanting to ever play tight end, who has never played tight end in his entire career. And the only reason I get loud about it is because I believe if Tim Tebow does get signed, he will be there with the Jags after training camp, start of the season, and so on and so forth. Because the best thing I have heard was that Urban wants him on his coaching staff but knows he can't say, hey, Tebow, come coach for me because Tebow still wants to play sports. Now, kudos to Tebow for wanting to give it another shot. You know, we weren't this angry about Alden Smith coming back and playing. He had a great first couple of weeks. Tebow might go out there and show he's still a great athlete. But last time he was in the NFL, he failed. He, what, he got to double-A baseball, I think it was, with the Mets. Never really got that career going off. So I understand why there's hesitation and these professional athletes are looking like you brought in a 33-year-old guy to play a skill position when there's kids who are coming out of college, work their entire life to do this, and are now being looked over because Urban Meyer has a friend in Tebow. So I just think it was – I think it's another questionable move by Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, and this is – I'm not going to harp on this too long as well. Urban Meyer is betting on himself here. This is what Urban, this is. This is a huge gamble that Urban Meyer is taking. I was listening to Emmanuel Acho on the uh, Fox Sports Radio earlier today. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles during the Chip Kelly era. He was like, there was at one point there were nine Eagles players on that roster that he he was on in in Philadelphia with Chip Kelly. It was like this is this is outrageous that there is this many guys that are that close to Chip Kelly, but they fit his system, and that's all. That's what matters here, and it. It didn't work out for Chip Kelly because he bet on himself. He bet on his own play coaching style and it didn't, it didn't pan out. That is exactly what could happen here with urban Meyer in this situation, because you're betting on all of your guys rather than taking the best available real quick list of some tight ends that are available right now. Trey Burton, former Jags tight end, Trey, uh, Tyler Eifert, Jesse James, Richard Rogers, Darren Fells. None of these guys are great tight ends by any means. But they have more experience than Tim Tebow that could be brought in. But a lot of people are forgetting that this is more than just about the player on the field in Tim Tebow. This is about someone who brings in good character for the Jags to help build this culture. And again, this is what I've been saying all along, guys. This team 
wants to sell tickets. Okay. Well, Vinny, can I, can I ask you guys a question? Like if this isn't Tim Tebow, is this even a topic? Like let, let's be honest. If you've been around football and you've watched football, this, every coach does this. Every coach goes out and gets his guys. And we, we are quick to say, Oh, this guy's not very talented. Or why is this guy on a roster? But guess what? Who just signed with the Green Bay Packers today? The boat. Blake Bortles. Do you think any other team was knocking down Blake Bortles' door? Why was Blake Bortles signed with Green Bay? He has a relationship with the guy that's in the building now, which he had his best season under in 2017. So yeah. I don't want to hear this complaining about Tim Tebow just because it's he's had a layoff. Here. And I get it's it. Different. I, get, I think it's Blake, different here. I think it's why is different it different? Here. Because the guy hasn't played football? No, no, no. I think yeah. I think it's a little different just because of how aggressive it has been. The amount of players that have come in here that have those connections. But we're not talking about players. those players. The amount we're the, talking the about is, Tim Tebow. You, no, no, I know. I, I'm just saying it, it doesn't it doesn't help the fact that he's already got a track record so far of bringing in players that don't make sense, but it just fits his system. So we continue to say it's I okay because it's his system. That's, I think it's fine. you might point that. that out. No, no, I, I get it. I think that you point that out. But I think if, say he had zero Ohio State players and connection players on his team, if he went out and uh, approached Tim Tebow, we would be having the same Agreed. conversation. And so my, my point is, I, to AJ's point, I get he has not played football. But if a coach and coaches and whoever go out and watch this man work out and they see that he's capable and looks the part, why doesn't he? Why can't they give him that opportunity? I'm why does it, it have I'm, to be again, another guy again. is slided or oh, there's other guys out there that might? Yeah, that might be well, true. That's just a fact. Yeah, but that's the fact, a fact in the and NFL again, is talented players are passed up each and every day because of relationships that are formed. It's in coaching. Yeah. It's in the NFL. It's in basketball. It's in every sport. It's every business across America because this is Tim Tebow. It's a big deal, and he's failed in the past playing quarterback. And I get it. I get it. But if the man can't play, I, I guarantee you one thing. The man cannot play football, and he cannot contribute. He will not be on that team. It might be okay at the beginning, but they will not keep him. They will force he him will, to be a coach. He will be a clipboard person. Absolutely. He will have, he will have that one-year contract. If I, Tim Tebow is signed, Tim Tebow will be there throughout the year. I, I don't see Meyer letting him go. Unless no, there I, is. I don't see him letting him go. And also, it, it, it's, it's – I agree. It's one thing. So I can't remember who brought it up in your comments, AJ, but it's it's the fact that Tim Tebow knows Urban Meyer's system or knows Urban Meyer's style. Maybe not the system, but just the style itself. Tim Tebow could possibly lend his mind to 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 the younger uh, talent on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm for him, man. I really I really He's a winner. He's something a I really don't like here, and this could be the last thing. Yeah, I don't like being referred to as a circus once again in Jacksonville. As a Jags fan, I don't like referred, being referred to as a circus again because of all the moves that Urban Meyer has made in connections to his Gator ties and his Ohio State ties. That's the only thing. That is what bothers I think me that's media. It. I think that's a media thing. And to be honest, if I'm in that locker room, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, like, in the locker you, room. You won there. two games last year, and you're going to worry about who your co new coach is bringing in? Like, you don't have room to say anything. You need to get your ass out on the field and put in that work because you won two games. You had the number one pick in the draft. That that whole circus atmosphere. That's what I don't want to say we're doing, but that's what we're bringing to the to the that's, table. That's, we're that's, creating that's, 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 that circus-like atmosphere. There's a long. I, 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 I just think I just think this whole thing is being overhyped. 
Agreed. You know, when we first announced it, I said I didn't want to talk about it. I feel like it's being overhyped. Let him come in. Let him compete. Whatever. If he doesn't make it, he doesn't make it. If he does, then let's see what he does on the field and then judge the man. I will. But until that happens, I can only judge off of what we got. And what we got is a May sign 33-year-old Tim Tebow who hasn't played in the NFL in eight years to play a a new position that he's never played. That's all I have right now. Better than any tight end on the Jaguars last year. Is that possible? Because they had no production from their tight end last year. I don't. So I don't. I don't think possible? that's. I, I don't think. It, I. I think it's easier to say no to that. Him being mm-hmm. better than what they had because he has no tight end experience. This. Can dude, you give me what the what the best tight end on your team did last year? Um. What I his numbers were. In just a in just a second, I can't. But also <laughs> off the top of the head, absolutely not. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars who needed a tight yeah. end. That's why we're having this conversation. Also, also you they said two. And, you said end. two and fourteen. The Jags went one and yeah, 15. they went one and fifty. Oh, again, I was giving, uh, I was being kind to them. James O'Shaughnessy. Let's see. Was it like thirty-five oh, 30, receptions? Thirty-two catches. Tyler yards. James O'Shaughnessy both had thirty-six and twenty-eight receptions for three forty-nine and two sixty-two. I will tell you this. You put Tim Tebow on the field for 16 games, he can give you those production, those numbers. He can be a backup tight end in the NFL. You said said better before, though. You said better. (laughs) I I would take Tebow's upside over both of those players right now. What upside? What What upside? Statistical upside? He's a natural athlete. Tebow is a natural athlete. Can can Tebow be a Taysom Hill type? No. Why not? How can you say that? How can you say that, though? Why? How can you say? How can you say anything is a is is is, is there's a ceiling? There, there's so many question marks with this. There's no Taysom Hill didn't. Taysom Hill did not play right tight end until he was 30 years old. First Tim time Tebow ever has... playing tight end. So so now I'm saying it as 30 years old. He decided. Sean Payton says, you know what? This guy's an athlete. I'm gonna move him to tight end. I'm gonna play not move him, but I'm gonna play him at tight end. He's been successful. So Tim Tebow can't be that. I don't see Tim Tebow running 30-yard routes, 40-yard routes, and catching passes in a bucket like Taysom Hill does. I don't see T- Tebow but running why? speed options because because I think Taysom Hill is a much sleeker all- athlete than Tebow. I know Tebow is an athlete. I know Tebow can run. I know Tebow's big. I know they said he's in good shape. I didn't want to go on Tebow as long as we just did. However, well, I don't you just see say, him hey, you, being you the type said of that this was going to happen. You I said this it was, was going to happen. AJ, peeling the curtain back as we segue to the main I, event I here. Tell peeling the curtain back before the show started, we had our meeting here and we we're trying to decide on what we we're going to talk about. And AJ was like, AJ was like, I don't know if we can cover every single team in the schedule because we're going to at least talk about Tim Tebow for the first 20 <laughs> minutes of the show. We're not going to get started until 20, 25 minutes of the show. Mission that's accomplished here, guys. Well done, AJ. Well done. This is for you. That is for you, I sir. The best. Let's the get best. into our main event. But first, a word from those hands. I was going to go into the sponsor, <laughs> but I saw those hands rolling. And I can't let those hands push hey, it up hey. before going into the Bills. You know the deal. Figure us out. Find us on social at roughcut underscore sports at Twitter. At Rough Cut Sports on Facebook. The Rough Cut Sports Cast on Instagram. And head over where we are streaming live on YouTube at Rough Cut Sports Cast. Hit that like. Hit that share. Then go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell as well so you don't lose any of our content. And tell everybody. 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 
And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that be signed jerseys, cleats, or helmets. They have it there over at Halftime Sports Collectibles. And one last word from our sponsors. What up, world? It's your boy, AJ Johnson, and the Rough Cut is now a proud sponsor of Yeti. The RC is hot, and Yeti is the only thing that could cool us down with that brand new merch. And now introducing the new King Crab Orange colorway. Inspired by the crustaceans that inhabit the northwestern coastline and honors the men and women who risk their lives pulling the crabs to the surface. Plus, the bright orange color is perfect for summer beach trips, tropical backyard decor, and gift-giving for the upcoming tailgate season. So head to our social media page, click the link, and get yours now. Yeti, built for the wild. Crustacean strikes again. <laughs> yeah, I literally was Sorry. like, I was like, all right, I need to go ahead and uh, re-record this. And then I pulled up the video. I was like, what I got to do today? <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to stare into the crustaceans, dude. I, you know, it is. If, if I'm not me. I'm nobody, so I'm Gucci. You know, we're going to ride, y'all. Give y'all something to make fun of, too. I don't, I don't give y'all a lot, so. AJ, hey. can I ask you a question here, buddy? Can I ask you a question? No, you cannot. Were you hyped? <laughs> Were you hyped for the schedules to be released? Were you? Yes, I was. Does this I... make you even more hyped? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! Ah, Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. It. it is time to dive into that main event of the evening. The NFL schedules have just been released. Your team's got it. My team's got it. They all <laughs> got it. But, you know, everyone's talking about the schedules being released. You see ESPN, NFL Network, they're kind of going one by one. And it's kind of the same old, same old. We're not doing that here, guys. We are not going to be doing the same old nonsense you're seeing on TV. Because why? Because we're better. Okay, because we're better, we're going to be spinning a wheel. We're going to be playing games here. We got a list of all 32 teams on in the NFL, I should say. And one of us are going to have to break down their schedule. And you know what? That's not it, though. We're all sports casting students. We're all well aware of what it's like in the studio. Okay, the director is yelling action. The director is yelling cut. Okay, that's what's happening here today. You are going to go and go one by one through the schedule and say win or loss. And if one of us says cut, you got to explain yourself at why it's a win or why it's a loss. Because obviously, we're not all going to agree. We don't agree on everything here, especially at the rough cut. And if you are in the chat right now, we want to hear from you what your team is going to do this season, what their record's going to be, what it's going to look like. And you know what? Let's get into it. Let's just get into it here. Who wants Sherman's to go got a prediction already? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Well, not everybody. I, I'm going to say this right now. That is not true. That statement everybody says every year, that absolutely is not true. Because we all I'm have a chance. Right now, the Houston Texans will not win don't the got Super no Bowl shot in, in 2021. <laughs> Wow. We got no shot of hell. <laughs> wow. So that's what it feels hey. like being on the opposite end. Normally the Jags are that team. Insert Jags name here when it's like they don't have a shot in hell at the Lombardi. Hey. Used to the franchise Texans. quarterback now. Yeah. Jaguars got a franchise Detroit quarterback. Would be you next. Never know. Detroit would be next and then the Jags. So wow. you got, you're up on some people. 
wow, yeah. this is this is fantastic. This is this is great. I like this here. I like this. Here. So you're also, okay with the fact that I thought the Jets were higher than the Jags and having a chance to win? I don't know if I hate I will, that though, because I will say this: the Jets play in a much tougher division. I think the Jaguars' division is going to be a little bit easier this year because Facts. I think Tennessee is taking a step back. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Shout out to everyone like, watching yeah. on Twitter right now. I see that's going up right now. I want a special shout out to those guys. Who wants it first? All right. I'll give it to AJ first here. AJ, we're going to spin well, that wheel and go into the schedule here. Who's it going to land on? Who's it going to land on? Denver Broncos is your team. Oh, wow. This is uh, yeah. The Broncos is the team that has been selected by the wheel. And you, sir, need to go down the list and go see the Denver Broncos and give me your predictions, sir. I will have it here if you need help or if you already have it pulled up. All right. So here we go. Week one, the Denver Broncos at New York. There's, this is how this is going to go. Either one, they have Aaron Rodgers under the helm and they win this game by a lot. Or two, they have no idea what's going on at quarterback and their defense is going to carry them to a three-point win against the Giants who are figuring it out with all their new weapons. Week number two, the Jacksonville Jaguars. This will be the step where Trevor Lawrence really gets his chance to figure out what's what. He's going to go up against a weak Drew Locke, maybe a who knows what in Teddy Bridgewater, but I think there will be too many weapons on that offense against Jacksonville's defense. Denver comes out with the win against Jacksonville. The New York Jets will. I mean, until they show me anything else, they're still the Jets. So I'm going to have to go <laughs> ahead and think the Broncos are going to take this one. Uh, Zach Wilson can do some things, but hey, I need some proof on the field. The Baltimore Ravens. Wow, it looks like so far I had Denver 3-0. and uh, Here's bold. their first loss. Here's their first loss coming with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson will be heating up. Uh, and I think we'll see if the Rashad Batemans of the world can actually make something happen here. Week number five against Pittsburgh. I'm still believing in that defense. I know they lost uh, Bud Dupree, but TJ Watts, another year older, another year more talented. Uh, and, you know, Mike Tomlin just figures things out. So I'm going to take them another L right there. The Las Vegas Raiders. Dysfunctional. This is a hard one, though, because they play well in the division. I like what Denver has on the defensive side of the ball. And if the, either quarterback they have has figured some things out, I would best believe that Denver will pull this out on the last type of drive type of situation. We so good through six. I'm, I'm feeling good. No, no cuts. No one cuts on anything. I can't cut on the individual game themselves, but I'm with Sherman's okay. comment. There's no way that the Broncos start three and zero. Just, oh, but each individual game, it was hard to cut each individual game. Because you want to know why? Won. You want to know why they won't go three and zero? We don't care because the Jacksonville Jaguars are not the team I was looking at to actually beat them. Okay, so proceed. Moving. No, you, you, you thought they're going zero one. You thought the Giants get week one? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I think the I Jets could give them more of their money. Oh, I thought that was where you're going to play the. (laughs) (laughs) And we move on. We'll keep going. The Cleveland Browns. We all know right now, this is so weird for me to say, but we're kind of high on the Browns right now. That defense is looking really good, especially and where, you know, this is all assuming they're healthy. Uh, We like what they did last season. That run game is different. I don't. mm, Ooh, this is this might be a really good game. And it's a primetime Thursday night, 820. Ooh, the bright light shining. I'm going to go. I'm gonna give Cleveland this. I'm gonna give Cleveland this W. Uh, did you from give, where I did stand you give right Vegas now. the dub over Denver? No, I gave Denver the dub. I gave okay, Denver so the dub. They're five and two right now. Vegas. 
You have Denver five and five two to start the season. Now. That's impressive. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Are we cutting four Cleveland? and three? He has them four and three. He has Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore beating him. Oh yeah. Well, now that the Baltimore gotcha. thing, yeah. All right. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. The Cleveland, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, now we're down to Washington football team. I am going to still believe in the Washington football defense. I like that Washington bolstered up their line, and if we can get. What's this now? Eight weeks of <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tyler Henneke playing how he did in the playoff game. They're pretty much okay. Antonio Gibson running well back there. Curtis Samuel addition. I'm going to give Washington this W. Uh, week nine at Dallas. What's their defense <laughs> looking like now? I mean, are their cornerbacks enough to to make you fear? I know they went, what, was it seven for eight defensive picks in the in the draft? Can I cut you here? They really, Can I cut you yeah, here? Yeah, please do. Why is that even a quick that this game Dallas versus Denver should have been a real quick one. How is how in the hell is this not an easy Dallas win for Den for for the Cowboys? Because there's still multiple multiple questions about their defense, <laughs> and we believe and we believe. I that don't care what questions better. there are about a defense when you got Drew Locke playing quarterback. It don't he might matter. not. It might be Teddy Bridgewater. You don't and Teddy Bridge. And Teddy Bridgewater was good enough for some close games all last season. They they lost him in the end, but there's a lot more to it than just Teddy Bridgewater Teddy Bridge, behind. Teddy Bridgewater got benched for PJ. What was that dude's name? PJ Walker. Walker. Walker man. I don't he, want to hear he about Teddy Bridgewater. Vibe, he was kind of a vibe, bro. Plus, what if they got Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> then it's what a different conversation, but we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. Let's keep okay. it moving. Y'all keep sleeping on Denver's defense if y'all want to. We all in here thought they were going to be a top 10 defense. So all of a sudden, it don't matter who they're playing. They're just going to get trashed because, okay, we'll keep it moving. Uh, I'll, I'll take that as a toss-up. And actually, since both y'all came at me, Dallas cut, is cut, losing cut, that cut, game. Cut, 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 A toss-up? Cut. No, Dallas is losing. A no, toss-up for Dallas versus Denver? Y'all act, like, act like Dallas has not At been a Dallas? team that everyone's hyped on before the season, and then every year they go 8-8, eight and eight, just like they did the year before, except the last year where they were way worse, and we don't count because Dak was gone. This so, is, y'all so, are acting every year we do this. Oh, man. You Dallas know what it is, back. right? Everyone's but it's the same thing. And what happens? Dallas, trash. Dallas does the same thing. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, I'll tell you, they do the same thing every year. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat, and they lose to the good teams. We say it every year. Denver is not a good team. You can talk about, oh, they could have a top five defense, top ten defense. Denver is not a good football team right now because they don't have a good quarterback. They don't have a good quarterback. I'm one of the first I, people who've talked about that. I understand that. So yeah, I will take Boston. the Dallas offense <laughs> versus the Denver defense if we get you, a play. You remember, you remember when there were questions about Baker Mayfield last year? What they start doing to get Baker comfortable? They ran the hell out of the ball. And now they have Melvin Gordon, who's yeah. And then they brought your boy Javante Williams in too, who's going to be running that ball pretty decent. There are weapons all throughout this offense. If you can figure something out where you're getting Jerry Judy running drag routes, you're getting Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon catching pass out the backfield. Jerry Their head Judy, coaches and Kevin Hamler. It's Vic Fangio, Court, who's a defensive-minded coach. Noah Fant. Y'all act like they got nobody. The who's only their thing offensive they don't coordinator? Who's their offensive coordinator? That's my point. The Browns had Kevin Stefanski, who came from a Yay. running system in Minnesota with Dalvin Cook, and he brought that over to Cleveland. The Broncos have Vic Fangio, who's a defensive-minded coach and an offensive coordinator that you can't even name, and you're Pat expecting him to turn around and run the actually ball. Actually, Pat Shermer. So Pat, Pat Shermer is their offensive coordinator. <laughs> First off, I, I'm I'm bad at I, I'm bad at the coordinators throughout the NFL because I focus on the players, and I know it's more than that. I know it's a coaching game, 
But even still, so you just told me you got Vic Fangio, who's a head, uh, defensive-minded coach, which means now we have some clout on stopping a Dallas offense. And then on the other side of the ball, I have weapons everywhere but at the quarterback position. I'll take uh, a close game against a normally 8-8 eight and eight Dallas. I got to say this. I can't believe we just took this long on Dallas and Denver. AJ, what is your decision here? Dallas versus Denver. Oh, no, I I know. Once y'all both came at me, it's Denver. Denver's taking a close game. Oh, my. Five and four. Denver's taking a close dub. Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, they're (laughs) Philadelphia. uh, I'm sorry, Sherm. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't have a lot of faith in Philly right now. I I like Jalen Hurts. I like Devontae Smith. We don't know what the deal is with their tight ends. I mean, I guess Dallas Goddard will be okay. Uh, if, if their defense is still a mess. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the W. By week, now we get into it. You can go back to back losses on the Chargers in Kansas City against Denver. I think they beat Detroit. Detroit has a void of weapons. Uh, I think they beat Cincinnati. There's no line there, and that defense is gonna get after them. Wait, did you say that Detroit? Back they up, beat Detroit. Hold on, they beat Detroit. They beat Detroit. They beat Cincy. Wow. I'm going to take a loss against Las Vegas the second time around. This is one of those trap games later in the season that matters. Uh, and I think they fumble it at the end, kind of like Las Vegas beating them twice. Uh, I think I'll take a- another loss against Los Angeles here. They get swept by them and another loss by Kansas City. So eight and nine is your final prediction for the Denver Broncos. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm interested that, that Cincinnati Detroit the the Cincinnati one I'm like I, I don't know are we are we buying Cincinnati yet are we not buy, not necessarily buying like they're going to be a good team but I don't know I feel like uh, I got to I got to see Joe Burrow come back okay and yeah. then be able to protect him I actually like the Denver over Cincinnati pick um, yeah. I don't think I don't know if you could bring that schedule back up but I don't think Denver wins a game uh, or wins one, only one game or two games is it two games um after after maybe that Raider game I just don't see it. Philadelphia, Philadelphia would be the, the third game if they do get away. You think they lose everything after the first with the week they, six Raiders game? They will lose. They will lose to Cleveland, Washington, Dallas, the Chargers, Kansas City, the Raiders, the Chargers, and Kansas City for sure. If you want to give them three wins between Cincinnati, Detroit, and Philly, um, you know, go ahead. Yeah. But those are toss up games to me, even. So um, I like what Denver's doing as a team. But I, I just can't trust Drew Locke at this point. And until until I they get a quarterback that I can trust, I, I don't I don't see it. Eight and nine is is being generous. Yeah. Where'd they go last year? Uh the Denver Broncos what? last year went five Six and eleven. Five and eleven. Five and eleven. Yeah. Yep. I I I, I, I all right. eleven. Okay. That was right. severely Aaron, banged up, up, by the way, too. Huh? Severely banged up. Yeah, that is true. They were they were hurting. They were hurting. Their division did not get worse. The Chargers yeah, are getting telling, better. They got the better AFC. along with it. Honestly, uh, like when you said eight and nine, and I'll, this would be the last thing I say about it. When you said eight and nine, I actually thought I gave them more wins. I feel way better about Denver being an eight and nine team than if I had said uh, ten and seven or whatever. So I, I, I'm actually I think I figured that out real well. Yeah, well you know the difference. I mean, them, that's what that, that's the what difference them in Dallas, the, according to you. Yeah, the difference in eight and eight and then like a six and 10 team or a 10 and six team is not a whole lot. So um, most teams, if you start them out at eight and eight and give them a win or two here, they're above. If you give them a win or two less, they're below. So eight and nine. Okay, I can see it. Maybe. Good argument, guys. Thanks for having fun with me. Aaron, (laughs) you are up, sir. Are you ready to spin the wheel? Yeah, I'm ready. Spin that thing. Don't give me no little weak spin either. No, it's just a button click on this site. Well, click the button right. Click the button right, Vinny. Come on. 
Oh my. Oh, I thought oh, you were gonna I, be I, I thought I thought hey. oh hey. Hey, I, you I get the Cleveland Browns an interesting one. one here. You get the Cleveland Browns schedule, and I will all no, I'm not gonna have to click that on you. I think this I, wheel I, is gonna make another appearance in our season. I, I wanted I like um I wanted Cleveland anyways. We talked about them pre-show, and that was a team that I was uh interested to talk about. Well, here you go. They get one of the most interesting matchups for week one against the Kansas City Chiefs, a rematch of the AFC championship game. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, same result. (laughs) Look, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. The Kansas City Chiefs got better. Their offensive line is better. And the Cleveland Browns still have Baker Mayfield and the Chiefs still have Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Do you see? Okay, before... I'm, I don't want to cut you, you like as a, like this is a bad thing, but no, I'm going fine. to cut you and I want to, <laughs> I'm going to cut you. Huh. Uh, <laughs> do you see, before you go any further here, do you see any improvements from Baker Mayfield this season? Do you think he, do you think he takes another step up? It's, it's hard to say step up. I think I, I'm hearing an echo. Hold on. <clears throat> I think that Baker is, he fits Kevin Stefanski's system. And that's what he is. Play action, get him a good running game, good offensive line, and he'll be that. I don't think he'll ever be that elite guy that's going to take a team and put him on his back. I just don't see that. So, no, the answer is really no. I don't see him improving in that aspect. But having more experience, and that's obviously going to help him. But as as far as, like, a pure quarterback, I think he is what he is. I think he's a guy that has to live off of play action and make throws when they count in order for them to be a a championship contender. And I just don't see it against – a team like Kansas City, they are going to force you to make throws, right? So over, over, season. over or under four thousand yards for Baker this season? Under. Under. They run the ball too much. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They, so they're a heavy. They're a heavy against Kansas City. Then they go. Then they have Houston at home. They'll beat Houston. There's not much to talk about. Houston's atrocious. The organization as a whole should be just, just barred, banned, or whatever you want to call it. Um. They're going to go play the Bears, and they're going to beat the Bears as well because I just think the Bears are one-dimensional. Even if Justin Fields starts, he's going to have to go against that defense that Cleveland has now, and I I think that's not going to be fun for him. Um, And Chicago's lost some weapons on defense that I don't think people have been talking about um, lately. So I think they'll win there. At Minnesota is an interesting one because I do think Minnesota will be better this year. They were kind of disappointing last year. I just I, I don't I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I, I trust Baker Mayfield more than I trust Kirk Cousins. I think Kevin Stefanski going back to Minnesota will have the playbook out there. Um, and I think Cleveland wins that game as well at Los Angeles. I actually have the Chargers here. I think Ooh. the Chargers take a huge leap this year and going to the West Coast. Justin Herbert at home. Um, I like what their team's going to be able to do. I think their defense is better. If they can stay healthy, I, I really do like them this year. So I say Cleveland takes a loss there on the road. Uh, home against Arizona, probably one of the tougher toss-up games for me because I really like Arizona as well. Mm-hmm. In those toss-up games, I tend to go with the home team, though, so I'll take the Browns in that one. Uh, they'll beat Denver. They'll beat Pittsburgh. They'll beat Cincinnati. At New England is tough. At New England is interesting. November, um, too. Anytime you're going to New England and you got to face Belichick, it's going to be a problem. Uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see whether it's Cam Newton or Mac Jones. Does that matter here? Uh, it, it does. Yes. If it's Mac Jones, yeah. there's no chance in hell that New England's going to win. Hmm. <laughs> you you know how I feel about that. Mac, if if Mac nope. Jones nope, is not starting, not getting into this one. Not getting no into this one. 
<laughs> I'm I'm going to take Cleveland to win. Um, I just think they're the better team. Eight and two to start the season. I think they'll beat Detroit. I Hold think on, cut, 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 cut. I want to go back to New England. Okay. So New New England, New England's got a lot of defensive pieces coming back. Yes, they lost Patrick Chung. I understand how that hurts. Uh, there was another, but they they kept J.C. Jackson, right? Yeah, and he yeah. he had he had himself a very decent season. So you still got him. You still got Stephen Gilmore uh, on the on the on the edge. You got Donta Hightower coming back. They they put Christian Barrymore down on that line. They got Matthew Judon now on that edge. I think they picked up another guy. There, the big problem with them last season was they were devoid of weapons on the offensive side, which is no longer the case. Not like they got huge name receivers, wait, 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 but they did get a lot that. of decent names on. That's what? my point. That, that's where I wanted. To, I was hoping you'd go there. The offense it's didn't, about do, the defense, but I the offense didn't do nothing but add an injury-prone Hunter Henry and a potential that hasn't lived up to in Jonu Smith. I don't want to hear about Kendrick Bourne. I don't want to hear about – what's the other receiver? I don't want to hear about Nelson no, Aguilar. I, I don't want to hear about these guys that are third and fourth options on teams normally going to New England to be number one and two guys and say that they fixed their weapons issue. The fact of the matter is, is Cam has still been inaccurate, and now you're throwing the guys that haven't been great over the course of their career, and you're asking him to carry the load once again. I, New England will be better from an overall team perspective because they did add pieces. But okay. I, but we've talked – I mean, we're, we're lauding the Cleveland Browns about how good their offseason has been, how much better they're going to be. They're adding – not only do they get all the pieces that they've added, but they also get back a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. Like, I'm not the biggest Cleveland guy. But they were in the AFC Championship game last year. Like we, we yeah. or was yeah AFC Championship game last year. We we have to show them that respect and give them that credit. They've only improved. It's a second year under Kevin Stefanski. It'll be a close game, but I, I think Cleveland is the better team than New England right now. Eight and cool. two. Appreciate you. You gonna go nine and two? Oh yeah, they're beating Detroit. Um, <laughs> Ten and two. I, what I like to do with division games, it's hard to beat your division opponent and sweep them. I usually like to like unless they're just a bad team. I usually give the home team the, the advantage. Here. I think Baltimore beats them at home. Baltimore was successful against Cleveland last year. I think Lamar gives them fits. Um, I know they added Clowney and stuff, but I, I'll go at Baltimore. I'll take Baltimore here. Then they get their bye week, and then coming back from the bye week, they get Baltimore again which yep. is really interesting dynamic in that schedule. Um, they'll yeah. get two weeks to prepare for them. Um, hopefully they make their adjustments. I actually take Cleveland at home here. Okay. Um, Las Vegas. If this was in Las Vegas, I would, I would say something different, but it's in Cleveland. There's Did no you get Baltimore there. both wins? No one. No? Okay. One. Okay. I think they split. I think they split um, at green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is there. You go to Lambeau field December on Christmas. Give me green Bay. Uh, I, I just think that's a tough <laughs> place to play that time of yeah. year um, on the road. It's going to be a, a tough win. And I actually like Pittsburgh in the second game as well. I don't think Cleveland sweeps them. I think P Pittsburgh gets one just because it's that Pittsburgh um, Cleveland rivalry. And then I think they finished the season with Cincinnati. And I think that's the team they do sweep in that division. Um, I think Cleveland will win that last 12 and five. I don't know why I put the chiefs on here, by the way, I just realized that I had the chiefs as the banner on here and it was, supposed you know, to be the Browns. I never questioned it either. I looked at that huh. thing like three times. Like, yeah, that well, seems then. about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The well, Browns yeah. Are 12 and five to end the season. That, that's about where I have them sitting. If it was a 17 week season or 16 game schedule, may, probably like a 11 and five or okay. somewhere around there. So 10 and six. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I also, some of those games are toss ups. I think it's something that you mentioned before, Aaron, you look at these, this kind of like final seven games of the season, six games of the season. 
a lot of team schedules are really like packed at the end with divisional matchups, like really yeah, that, like good divisional NFL, matchups. The NFL does that home. because they want like the last week of season is automatically a divisional game. The NFL wants those games to mean something late in the season. Right. I like and, it. and it, they just put the division games later. And I think it's a, it's a really good idea um, to have it like that. It, it's something that's uh that's pretty cool. I do like that. I do like it. Before we spin the wheel for myself, AJ, I feel like it's time to head into the chat. Nice little yeah, break yeah, from yeah. the wheel here. Let's head into the chat. Pull up some comments here. Let's uh, let's let's ask real quick. So uh, I want to, you know, let them speak on what we've said going so far. Uh, we're talking Cleveland. OBJ <laughs> is holding Cleveland back. Ooh. How how are we feeling about this? Anybody? That's uh, that's a it's, it's not a valid statement. I, don't think it's I think I think if anyone's holding Cleveland back, it's Baker Mayfield. Like I feel a like receiver if receiver doesn't hold a team back, Cleveland, huh? A receiver does not hold a team back. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he he could be a distraction. Like Nelson Aguilar, he, he, could, be, he could be a distraction, but I don't think he's holding. <laughs> like in terms of of where they go, I think he's I think he's more just there. Okay, okay. And uh, Aaron, is this true? Is this your phrase? I don't want to hear it. I, I, I don't want to hear it. Like that's I'm my favorite sure thing. When, he, I'm, when I'm done, like I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to hear pretty, about Kendrick Bourne. I, I'm pretty sure when he was yelling at his kids before the show started, he did say, "I don't want to hear it." That that is my phrase. That is that is my phrase. And then and then one last one, uh, Michael Sherman. If Denver beats Dallas and they'll lose to the Eagles, if Dallas beats Denver, then the Broncos will beat the Eagles. You guys have it being no way in hell Denver's beating Dallas at all, anyways. You feel anything about this? Is it Denver? Can Denver beat them both? Like I have it because I feel like that's how that's going to go down. Uh, well, I I love how Michael Sherman is just trying to give some kind of glimmer of hope for his team this year, uh, <laughs> any any way he can. But let's be honest, Philly's going to struggle this year. Philly's going to be drafting in the top ten again next year for sure. Like they're, they they just didn't feel enough of their holes. Um, but I mean, it, it's possible. It is it is possible. Uh, but I, I, was, I, don't, I don't see Dallas losing at home to Denver. If we had to go to mile high, that, that would have been a totally different conversation, by the way, because going, playing in that place, I don't care who you are, it's tough. Um, but in Dallas, I don't, I don't think it should be an issue. I want to I wanna look at, I wanna, I wanna look at uh, another comment before, and maybe this is where I'll go yeah, without sure. – maybe I don't spin the wheel here, and I just address <sighs> this comment here. Ryan asks, how does a Super Bowl champ have that soft of a schedule and throws in that his Chiefs schedule is brutal? Look at eight of the last nine games. So I kind of wanted to pull up the Bucks schedule here. They start off against Dallas, and that's a difficult that I think that's a difficult game. I think I I, I, I okay, hold on here. Let's can we stop with this? And I, I, maybe Aaron doesn't want to say it because he's a Dallas Cowboys fan, and this is like he doesn't want to be biased here. But can we stop saying Dallas is a bad team? Please, them and Atlanta both. I, I feel like both those teams should be stopped. Like, we should stop saying that they're bad teams, okay? This they're is what it is. Dallas is better than Atlanta. But, you, but can't, think- you can't do that, AJ. Listen, every year people talk about how Dallas underperforms. So when you're looking at a schedule and you see a team that's Dallas in your mind, they have so much talent, you can't sit there and say, oh, that's an easy game for Tampa Bay. Because you're saying, on one hand, you're saying, oh, Dallas is a really good team, but they underperform. But when they go line up and play play football, that they can't beat a team. 
Uh, it's an easy I'm not saying they can't Dallas. beat a team. I'm not saying they can't beat a team. And sure, my face may have diminished it, but I no, I don't think it's an easy game. But when I look at the when I look at the weapons that were all brought back, 22 and a half starters come back to Tampa Bay. It's week one, so we're expecting everyone to be healthy. Uh, you're putting a bunch of young corners in the game against Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard, back, Early all these running Tom backs. Brady, though. Early in the early season, season, Tom Brady. This I wanted to kind of point that out about Ryan's comment. It actually ties right in. In the NFL, what is the crazy? The craziest upsets happen weeks one through three. Week one because we don't know who's good. And even to look at these schedules and talk about, like he said, my Chiefs have a brutal schedule. We don't know that. We don't know if these teams are any good this year. We talked about it when the, during the draft. Every year there is four to five to six new teams in the playoffs. Every year. So how are we going to sit there and look at a schedule and be like, this team has a hard schedule. This team has an easy schedule. That's going on last year. We, we've, That's we've, what we've this talked, is. But we've <laughs> talked about all the movement. So so saying it's a hard schedule, well, guess what? You finished you finish number one seed in your conference. Your schedule is you play your division twice. You play all of the other number one seeds in that conference. Yeah, it's going to be a tough schedule. What do you expect? Like it's based on last year, it's going to be a tough schedule, but we don't know that we, until we, when we talk about week one and by week three, we're going to be like, Oh man, you know what? The, the bills weren't as good as we thought. Now the bills are one in three or whatever. And, and we're talking differently about them. It's, I get it. We're trying to talk about the schedule being released, but saying a schedule is easy or hard. I, I don't think we can say that based upon 2020 standings when so much has changed. So this is this is the according to NFL.com, they have the the list of of hardest schedule to least hardest schedule based on opponents win percentage from last season. And if you go down to the bottom here, Eagles, Cowboys, Falcons, Bucks are the bottom four teams here. And I mean, I feel like it, but it do you know why that is? That, no, 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 no. Hear me out here. That kind of furthers your point, Aaron, about how you're matched up against like your div- your division here and the Cowboys Eagles they both are playing each other and their records last year are bad and it's just that this is kind of how it works but so you go still look, look at, at like you, a team like Atlanta Atlanta's south but if you look at those south teams we play the NFC South this year so Tampa Bay's in the NFC South though so they play all four NFC East teams so they're scared yeah. and because they, oh, they all finished yeah. trash last year in like a historical way yeah. Their schedule, strength of schedule looks terrible, but when you actually run down each game, it's not really that easy. That makes that's, sense. that's what I mean. Like it's, it's easy to look at just the number and say, Oh, strength of schedule, but it's more, as much more to it than that, which is why the way Absolutely. we're kind of breaking it down is a little bit better. I agree. I agree. And let's uh, let me spin the wheel one last time before we get into our own personal teams and coming up in just a little bit, guys, I want to see from you guys in the chat. I want you guys taking a look at your team schedules and dropping in those records before we end the show. Okay. It is my turn to spin the wheel though. And I'm hoping I don't get someone I don't like. <laughs> He's just going to keep clicking the button. Again if it's a week. <laughs> yeah, right? He's going to keep clicking the button until he gets the team he wants. Oh my. Oh, what a good segue to that. I literally Perfect. said I was going to take the Bucks. I was considering taking the Bucks and not spinning the wheel. But it looks well, like I get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers nice. either way. Legitimize it. Yeah, and I'm going awesome. to go they lose to Dallas. I think Dallas wins week 1. I think Dallas is playing with emotion. They'll be playing with passion. Dax cut really cut cut, cut cut from the <laughs> Cowboy fan. Cut. Are you okay, listen. 
No, I'm not. Listen, I, I got on AJ about the way he looked and said, like, the, when you brought up that it was going to be a good game. I, I agree. It will be a good game because yeah. Dallas tends to keep up with people and then whatever. There is no way Dak Prescott in his first game back going against that defense is going to win that game. I'm sorry. On a Thursday night, I, I, as much as I love my Cowboys, and then Tom Brady, with all that experience, picking apart that defense that I think is going to improve, <laughs> that I think is going to improve throughout the year because, you know, you as, that's what young guys do, right? They get better and better, new coordinator. They'll get better throughout the year. Tampa Bay is well, going to win what? that game like 34-24, well, 34-27. If AJ like is allowed to pick Denver over Dallas, I'm allowed to pick <laughs> Dallas over Tampa Bay here, okay? Oh hey, so I'm all with it. 18-0, baby. The, not even close to the same. Bucks start 0-1. They lose to Dallas. Then they beat Atlanta because, you know what, AJ? That's to you. 1-1 one one to start fine. the season. Then they go okay. to the Rams, and I think the Rams – Ooh. Ooh. Was it hard for you guys to get these? Did you guys have, find it challenging? I told you it's oh, because absolutely. it's not easy. Yeah, this is not, not easy. easy. I, I think the Rams beat the Bucks here, just because it's it's a far travel. They're traveling very far to do it. I think that, that just that's just one of those games where I think Tampa is the better team. It's just that long haul to 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 Los Angeles is just it's brutal and it does not fare well for the Bucks. So one and two, and then prime time Sunday night football. Tom Brady against his former team. And I think the Bucks take care of business and go two and two to start the season. They beat the Patriots. Then they beat the, ah, yep. Yep. I should have stopped you. Do you want to stop me? I'm not. It's tough. That, that Patriot, that Patriots, um, that Patriots game is going to be That's a real be a lot. interesting thing. I, I'm honestly, I have no, I have no clue which way that game's going to go. Like Belichick just does not like when people come back and play him or, ex-coaches or ex-players but Brady is a different breed and I, I can imagine what he's going to be thinking going into that game and I Brady's going to tell it, Bruce Arians in New like, England hey, let me it's do this it's in New England ah uh, I do agree with you I, I actually think um I had I had Tampa Bay two and two after four games but I thought they might start two and oh and then lose the two road games there to the Rams and the Patriots um okay but Fair. you got them beating Dallas, so I'll, I'll let you. What? Going. What? This is since we did stop it. This is what is it about the Rams that people are still okay with? I mean, I they're, I they're I, I like the switch. But, I mean, they lost like every. They they don't have a line. They have Aaron Donald on defense. They have you know uh, Jalen Ramsey on defense. Who else do they have? Well, they had one like, of the top defenses last year. What are you talking they about? They lost everybody. John Johnson's gone. John Johnson's gone. Troy Hill's gone. They lost another cornerback. Jalen Ramsey's and, and, and Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald are like it. That's all that's left there. There's not many people from that number one defense. They let everybody walk out the building. They signed Matt Stafford, didn't protect him in the line, went and got like four wide receivers, and then kept it moving. Like, I, I, I don't see them being the same team as last season, and I didn't stop you quickly because I had to – check myself before i said it now when i look at the roster i'm not impressed i'm not impressed I, with what they still have on the shelf i it's fair it's a it's a very fair point i think they improved significantly at the quarterback position which i think was holding okay. them back um the protection is still an issue and the defensive losses uh, could be an issue uh, but with Vinny, i think to Vinny's point is 
early in the season, going on the road to the West Coast, that's a tough game no matter which way. Which way yeah, that's – I mean, that's even the, not, if the Rams yeah. are not a good team, that's a tough game. Um, and it's in the first three weeks. That's or, why – that's yeah. the, and, that, and I, I said that's why I think that's a win for – I, I think that's a win. Let, let's be honest. If you if you if you just looked at who's the better team, Tampa Bay goes seven eighteen and up. So it's hard to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we know that's not going to happen. So we have to right. pick those games that are kind of like uh, th- this is one where they might get got. And I think that's but if there's one of those a team. Games. But if there's a team that can come into the season strong and then may flubber at like five six and seven, it'd be the Bucks. I don't think that's no. Brady. I think that's the reverse when it's Brady. Yeah, I, and and also we we kind of said I feel like we said, we said the same thing last year. I mean that Bucks team, that Bucks team never really changed last season. They were the same team all season long. They started off strong. They had to figure themselves out again. I think it's going to be the same thing. They're still going to have to kind of figure themselves out again, but not as much, obviously. But still traveling lost that to the Giants far. Last year. Yeah, yeah, and it's still traveling that far is tough. Two and two to start okay, the cool. season, and Check then out. they they go to. Miami. So I have them beating uh, the Patriots. I have them going to going back home, I should say, uh, to the Dolphins. And I think they beat the Dolphins. I think they go three and two. They beat Michael Sherman's Eagles. I think that happens because, well, the Eagles are the Eagles. The Eagles. <laughs> and then they beat land, the Bears. Billy just... Land. What are you guys' thoughts on the Bears? Does Justin uh, Fields change his team at all? If he in starts the future in the future, yeah. not this year. Okay. Just what I just wanted to put some feelers out. I just they, wanted to throw some feelers out. Okay. They, see, they, see what out. they have in him this year. And then they, uh, you know, they start building the right way next year when there's no more Dalton. I think, talk. I think the bucks beat the bears. The bucks beat the saints. I think they come out of the bye, and I'm going to say the Washington football team beats Tampa Bay out of the bye. I think they beat Tampa Bay out of the bye. That's what, that's what I'm going with here. So they are six Cut. and three. To start, what? Cut. Cut? Yeah, uh, if if this was any other week in the season, I would go with you. Yeah. Not out of a bye yeah. week. Okay. It, yeah. it, it, I think that game. I think that game actually was a scary game for Tampa Bay until they see that they have a bye week before. Um, it's t- I just when you have two weeks to prepare for a team, it changes a lot. And Tom Brady getting two weeks to prepare for a team with those offensive weapons, I would. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, and Fitz, who knows? Is Fitzpatrick going to be playing by week eight? Or whatever week it is, I mean, I, I don't want to get into the Washington talk, but everybody's hyped up on this Ryan Fitzpatrick thing. The man's a career backup. Okay, that's true. He's been a career backup. No, he's a career like, hey man, we know you're playing real well, but uh, we got this young cat, and uh, hey. we, he's basically Tyrod Taylor without Tyrod having to get without Fitzpatrick having to get injured or his lungs punctured before them <laughs> yeah, to make a decision. Yeah, just tell him. By a I just think he's getting a lot of credit. For, and I get it, he's played a long time, but I think he's given a lot more juice than he's actually provided in his career. It's because like, he's always just, playing well when he gets just, pulled. Just that, yeah, that's this. true. That's this true. Is, I can that's picture true. this happening. This is why I'm going with it here. They lose to Washington, and then they end up playing the Giants on Monday Night Football and absolutely massacre the Giants. Like, I think that <laughs> that is – I can just see this happening. They lose to Washington, Ooh, close hard. game, and then they end up seeing the Giants – on Monday Night Football, and Tom Brady still is just not over the Giants and just absolutely crushes them, goes for 375 yards, four People touchdowns. People are sleeping on the Giants. People are sleeping yeah, on the I Giants. I was going to say the same thing. I man. actually think the that Giants, if, it, real. depending up to Daniel Jones, the yeah. Giants are not a bad football team. They need Daniel Jones to play better, but they have everything else. It's like it's similar to Denver, to be honest. If they can get good quarterback play, 
they're going to win games. They're going to win games like a Tampa Bay because that game, Daniel Jones will have a great game. Like he'll, he'll, he'll put a few of those together. Um, I, I think people are sleeping on the giants. I actually, yeah. I actually have them I, ahead of, ahead of a team in the NFC East, but we'll, we'll leave that alone. We'll talk about that later. I like the giants season. back seven. I, I, their secondary got a lot stronger. Their linebacking core is decent. Again, you guys are missing it here. I'm going with storylines here, and the the Bucks (laughs) absolutely massacre the Giants because they just lost the Bulls game to Washington, going eight and three. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz here against Tom Brady. I'm going with Tom Brady over the Colts, nine and three here. And then the Falcons. I think that I think they lose to the Falcons here. I think they lose to the Falcons in Atlanta, kind of tying back into Aaron's system here where you kind of split these division games. I think Atlanta figures it out here. I think they they can figure it out. They beat Tampa Bay here, and I feel like Tampa Bay goes on a run. I think they beat Buffalo. I think they win the rest of their games, I should say. I don't even want to harp on it too long. I think they beat Buffalo. I think they beat New Orleans beat Carolina, beat the Jets, and then return back home in on January 9th and beat the Carolina Panthers. I can't, I can't argue. I can't argue with the the last five there um, going on a run. I'm not sure about, um, you know, the Atlanta Falcons there. I mean, but those division games, you never know with those things. You had them beating the saints twice. I could also see the saints beating them uh, one time at home. um, Perhaps about them too, though. Yeah. So Saints as well. I think yeah, no, getting, I think their their names pedigree is getting more respect in their than what their roster should look like to you know to make th- this it is what I'll say about <laughs> about these division games. Like they're division games, and these teams mm-hmm. know each other in and out, and we see it every year that the you know the we see it in the NFC East all the time. They play each other tough. The Bengals play the Steelers, you know, it, it goes back and forth. The Steelers might end up winning, but it's always close, and the same thing happens in the NFC South. I think I think they'll they'll have games where they're struggling against New Orleans especially in New Orleans, struggling against Atlanta in Atlanta. And if Matt Ryan or if Jameis Winston can find a way to get it done, um, they could lose one, lose one of those games. Yeah. So I think those games are, are closer than, you know, it looks on paper. What a perfect segue. What a perfect segue talking about Atlanta a little bit. Let's get into our own personal teams here just for shits and gigs as we end the show here before we enter the final countdown. Everybody here, drop in your chat. What your team is going to do. I know Sherman's in here. He's got his Eagles. I know Bailey's in here. He's got the Jags. I know every. I know even your wife is in here. I would assume she likes the Cowboys. So I want to oh, yeah. see what she thinks the Cowboys she, are going to hey, do. If, if she did, she'd, she'd be single or she'd be divorced oh, or something. We know she ain't got no taste. So, of course, she likes the Cowboys. Hey, I, got, I, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> say that because my wife literally tries to root against every single team that I like. Okay. She, well, you that, root for all losers. She is, that's yeah, different. that's true. That is true. <laughs> but oh, I like this. I like this. Spoiler alert. This oh, is what I'm gonna have the Jack doing. You wrote those numbers backwards, bro. That's what no I thought. Way. No, sir. <laughs> typo, typo. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Wow. <laughs> good, oh, call, wow. good call there, Vinny. Oh, unbelievable. Okay, AJ, it's, t- it's your time. You're up first here. Your Atlanta <laughs> Falcons kicking off the season against the That's Philadelphia good. Eagles. It's your time to shine. Let's run through this Falcon schedule. Got it. All right. Great game against them birds. Dirty birds versus the boards. Hey, if we can make it happen week one, let's bring Broad Street on, see if I can uh, knock some of these guys out of there. Uh, I'm taking the dub. I'm taking the first round dub, uh, first week dub. We look good. 
I will also take a second week loss to Tampa Bay. That seems going to be really good. Arthur Smith's going to be figuring things out, how to get this defense to work under his new scheme, so on and so forth, and his offense working his scheme, sorry. Uh, at the New York Giants, I also think that will be a loss coming right into it. Uh, that one, defense problems again, weapons matching for weapons. Washington, I think we take another loss. It's going to be a little tough, a little rough right there. We're going to figure some things out, and then we're going to beat the Jets just before the bye week and feel good about our life. So we're two and three going into the bye, and this is the worst part of this schedule. Our bye week in week six, 12 weeks of nonstop play. I'm worried that we're going to be banged up again and come hopefully after week 12. Oh, man, that hurts. Uh, Miami's going to be fun. I think they get the better of us. Uh, that defense, if they, you know, if they can keep pick up where they left off, uh, I think it'll be a close game, but they'll eke one out right there. I think we beat Carolina the first go-round. I think we beat the Saints the first go-round. I don't know if they have enough weapons to keep up with us, but by that time, whoever's at QB will be rolling, you know? And if they figured out their chemistry with their uh, with the receivers, it could it could be a long day. But you I love say they beat Miami? I, I no Miami got us. We beat Carolina. We beat okay. New Orleans. <sighs> and at Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. If we jump on the onside kick, we get the W. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all see how that played out last year. <laughs> I think we learned from our mistakes. <laughs> oh man, that's that's so tough. That's so tough. I because this is this is gonna be an offensive onslaught. I, Barring injury, this should be like a 45-41 game. And Just whoever like has last the last game. and whoever has the ball last wins. I for the sake of it being a toss-up, I'm gonna be a homer. We take out Dallas and then we lose to New England the week after. Belichick's a, he's that guy. He's that guy. <sighs> Jacksonville. You don't have enough on the defensive side of the ball yet, sir. Trevor Lawrence throws two touchdowns, but it's not enough to keep up the Falcons. You lose that. Uh, the Falcons take the W against Jacksonville. Uh, I think that win helps us out. We ride a little high, uh, get the second go-round against Tampa Bay in Week 13. I agree with you, sir. Uh, Carolina splits it with us in Week 14. No, they don't. We sweep Carolina. We sweep Carolina. I, I, I feel okay with that. They're a year away from making me worry really about them. San Francisco. I think this is a loss. I think this is a loss. If their defense has stayed healthy, there's a good chance Richard Sherman's going back. That defense is real. I'm excited to see it again if it can match up to what it was two years ago. And I'm assuming Trey Lance will be starting by week 15. So I'm going to take that as a loss for the Falcons. Then we beat we beat the Detroit Lions. We lose to Buffalo. We lose to New Orleans. Nine. I feel like I was very eight. Oof. Feel like I was very fair. Nine and eight. Yeah, yeah I, I liked everything you said. You know, obviously the the Dallas game, you didn't take a <laughs> hell there. But I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I. I that's it. a hard one for me to call. Even I feel like even if you weren't on the show, I'd I'd have the same thought process. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I was kind of I was hurt a little bit because it took you like you said. Well, he just left. Um, it, it took you a while to say like that was a toss up game between Dallas and. And Atlanta. And then when you got to Jacksonville, you kind of paused. And I thought there was going to be a debate. I'm like, well, if the toss up game between Dallas and Atlanta, the, the Jacksonville game should be an easy, you know, dub, right? So you're a little th thicker skin than uh, Vinny. I wanted to give him a. 
uh, a slither of hope. <laughs> wow. Jack 17. Uh, Michael, Michael Sherman, I feel you. I understand that thought process. I really do. And as I was about to give Carolina the second win in my head, I just kind of played it out with, you know, I think it's another one of those that comes down to Carolina having the ball in the fourth quarter with the last drive and Sam Darnold making a mistake. I don't think it's like we're going to decimate them at all. I think it's a tough divisional game, and I think it comes down to the wire, and we've seen Sam Darnold, and we've seen Carolina give up those close games. And I, I think, I mean, I think that's how that goes down again. If Atlanta goes nine and eight, eight and nine, I think that's a, I think that's a positive season for them. I mean, yeah. if they're below that, I think for them it's, it's disheartening because they've admittedly kind of said, we're playing to win now. And if you're nine and eight, you're probably somewhere in the playoff picture, maybe a wild card possibly. Um, yeah. And if they're not, if they're below that, it's going to be a huge disappointment for them because they did decide not to take the future in a quarterback. They said they were going to try to win over the next couple of seasons. Um, they went with Kyle Pitts and, and I think that would be a huge I, disappointment. So I would expect I still, them to be a little bit better than, than uh, maybe advertised. It, it blows my mind that we are just acting like my, Matt Ryan has done anything less than play very well for the last five, six, seven years. I mean, it hasn't been him. If anything, he's been keeping people in games. So if you're telling me Matt Ryan's behind center for the next two seasons, I'm okay with that. I mean, he's got a, he's got a great chemistry with Julio, great chemistry with Calvin. I'm sure the way Kyle Pitts likes to work, he's going to try to get in there with Matt Ryan and figure some things out. Like, I'm not worried about But you can only be okay with play. that. You can only be okay with that if they do the other things necessary to address what they need around Matt Ryan to win. Because it yeah. does you guys no good to continue to give Matt Ryan all these weapons, not address the defense, and then you're just wasting this time yeah. of – you know, the prime of Kyle Pitts or the rest of Julio or prime of Calvin Ridley. And when you, when you're not helping them, I hate what I'm about to say, but as a first year head coach, Arthur Smith came in there, they hired him as, you know, the offensive mind. He is, he comes in there, he gets guys that fits his scheme as a first year coach and he works at offense. And then they see what they do with it later. They, they address the defense a little bit, I think kind of late in the draft, but we saw the way the, the talent kind of dropped off to when they when they decided to go. I mean, they got a safety in the second round and Richie Grant's supposed to be very very good. I like it. I don't you seen. So, and and from what I've seen except his very first highlight clip on the draft, I'm okay. They <laughs> they show him like falling down. I'm like, "What are you doing, guys?" But I yeah, I I'm with you. I think they got a little bit of help in that secondary, but they got some protection. They're going to let my, Matt Ryan do what he can with this new uh 12 personnel and so on and so forth. We'll see what comes of it. But I I'm with you. I feel you. I, I would imagine they would take care of him. In the next draft. <laughs> next, uh, your Cowboys. Oh, is this is this me? Oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make this quick. Um, to all my Cowboy fans out there, don't be unrealistic. Be an unbiased fan. Tampa Bay. I already told you. I think it's an L. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as sad as it as sad as it sounds, I actually think we choose an L too. I think Dallas does start zero and two. Um, and mm. then the talk started about oh, here comes the Cowboys, same old underperforming team. It happens every year. Um, I'll start that now. Think, <laughs> That's two tough places to, to get wins. Um, I think Justin Herbert and I think the Chargers are on the rise. I really would yeah. like what they do. And they're going to throw the ball a lot. And I think that's going to be our weakness still. Um, so I, I think we're 0-2. Philly will win. Carolina will win home against the Giants. Those three home games I think will win. We'll be back to 3-2 and two before we go to New England. Um, a tough game in New England. I think – I honestly think – I'm, I'm not as high on New England as, as people other people are. I think we win that game. 
I don't think New England's that great. How many teams do New England play right here? I feel like I, every I team we've been playing around <laughs> yeah. New England, they're right in yeah. this area. Exactly. I, 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 I think New England finishes similar to what they did last year. So I'm not overly impressed with them. I know their defense got better, but I just think they're not a very good football team. Um, wow. with, they have, they're an average football team with a great coach, which is good enough for a few extra wins. Um, and then we go to our bye week. I think we beat Minnesota. I think we beat yeah. Denver. The Atlanta game is going to be tough. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give us too many wins. I don't know how we win seven in a row. Um, that's going to be, that would be really nice. Um, but I'll give Atlanta that game. I think, I think it'll be a high scoring game. I think their strengths are our weaknesses. Um, and it could be one of those shootout games. So I will give it to Atlanta. Um, we're not beating Kansas city in Kansas city. So Dallas Cowboy fans just stop. Um, <laughs> I think we get the Raiders. I think we lose to the Saints in New Orleans. And I think we lose to Washington in Washington. Wow. Um, I need you to scroll up. Ooh, whoopsies. <laughs> I'm like counting on my fingers how, like, what the record is right now. Um, I, think we, I think we lose to Washington in Washington. And then I actually think we, I think we beat New York. I think we beat Washington. I think we lose to Arizona. And I think we beat Philly. I think it'll be the kind of that we'll have that middle part of the season where our schedule gets easy, where we'll run off some games. And I think down the stretch, we'll kind of be back and forth, up and down, alternating wins there. You have your Cowboys at 11 and six. I think we win. the. I'll be honest. I think we win the division. I think we're the best team in the division, despite our bad defense, um, because I don't trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, But I absolutely (laughs) <laughs> absolutely hey i want one of those vegas sweets too did you Ooh. see them today they dropped those were sick oh yeah no yeah so, those look pretty sweet 11 and 6 uh, might be a little bit rich boom, boom. um by the way Vinny, there i I, yeah. I wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if it's like a 10 and 7 um okay. that's, I think 11 that's and fair. 6 might be a little bit rich that new england game might be the game that that sh- kind of game that shifts it uh but i do have dallas winning the division how is Dallas historically going into the bye and coming out of the bye? Not a fair question um, because we had the um, disadvantage of having Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett as our head coach who were terrible in those situations. And they <laughs> altered our, our statistical data in those situations. So it's not really a fair question. Um, historically, they were actually really good um, under prior coaching. Until this, they got Wade Phillips. This, pa- this season, this past season, they lost heading into it and won coming out of it. The season before yeah. that, they won coming in and they won coming out. And then I'll go as far as back as 2018. Uh, oh, and the exact opposite in 2018. They lost, lost heading into it and lost coming out of it. Jason Garrett and Wade Phillips were not good coming in and out of the bye weeks. Um, I know that for a fact. Historically, I'm not saying every year, but it wasn't very And then a loss and a win in, in 2017 for just for shits and gigs here. Just word, 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 word. Jacksonville right, Jaguars to finish it out here. And before I make any moves here talking about my Jags, I want to go on the record and say that I am more than likely going to give the Jags an L if the coach is better on the other side. <laughs> I, wait, wait, wait. For you, that's no, no. every team. Because you don't like Urban Meyer. Like, if it's, like, drastically worse. I mean, like, if it's, like, a, if it's like there, there will be no upsets of good coaches from the Jacksonville Jaguars, saying this now. Yeah, you're doing it again. You just never why? have why? any let him, Just let him, AJ, just let him, just let him, just, you know. And why is yours look all weird? And <laughs> what? Yours looks oh, so mine's different. zoomed in a little bit more. That's what it is. 
But the Houston Texans, I think the Jags beat the Texans to start the season off. Everyone gets super hyped around Trevor Lawrence. Poor I think the David Texans. Colley. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, poor David Colley, man. That's, oh, hey, hey, let's be honest. David Colley was the token black guy to try to save the I know. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, no. so messed up, man. <laughs> So oh, messed no. up. Oh, Terrible. God. Jack start one and zero, and then they play the Denver Broncos, who AJ is just so happy and and and, and so behind this season. I think the Jags beat Denver. I think the Jags go two and zero. I think Trevor Lawrence no. starts off hot. I think the Denver Broncos still lose the quarterback battle. It ends up becoming a game like that where Denver is not able to. I think their defense, Denver's defense is obviously better than the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I do think that the Jags end up having that offense be too overpowering. And that's not saying the Jags offense is something fantastic. I do think the Jags end up beating the Denver Broncos because of Trevor. Lawrence. I think this is the first game you see Trevor Lawrence, like where the, the, the real hope and the, uh, promise comes in for Trevor Lawrence against the Denver Broncos. It's going to be like a shootout game come down to the wire and Trevor Lawrence, Fourth quarter drive. Cut. God damn it. <laughs> I'm only going to say cut. And I'm just going to bring up one point really quick because I know we got to keep it moving. Um, I actually think that's game one. I think he destroys Houston and everybody gets their hopes up. And I think go. And I think week two, you go against Vic Fangio's defense and he brings the rookie back to reality. Oh. Not saying he'll have played terrible, but I think it'll be like, okay, this is more of the NFL see, than what I win against. That, and that's one. why I think it's going to be a game where we really start, we really see what Trevor Lawrence can do because it is going to be a difficult task against Vic Fangio's defense. And I think that that first game, it is, it is what you say against Houston, and it's not close. But that game, it's like, oh, okay, this is this is great. But then the real challenge comes when they play Denver Week Two, and then we see Trevor Lawrence have to take over a game. And I think well, the last time we. Saw that with the last time we saw that he didn't against Ohio State. Just fair, that is fair, but this is different. This is Jacksonville. This is Duval. He's gonna end up taking it two and oh. To how start many, how many touchdowns? How many touchdowns for Tim Tebow against the Broncos? I hate you so, so going back to Denver. You know, the revenge game. <laughs> <sighs> That's going to be the storyline too. It's going to be that's going to be yep. the headlines coming into that game. It's going to be a revenge game for T. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I can't with this moving on the Arizona Cardinals come into town and I think the Arizona Cardinals win this game. Uh, but like, it's like, it's one of those situations where it's like traveling a very far away. Cliff Kings, Cliff Kingsbury, isn't that good of a coach, but I think that offense and that defense is are just too good. JJ Watt coming back to face another team that he used to play all the time. I think it's a, a, a good game for the Arizona Cardinals. They take the Jags here two and one to start the season the cincinnati Bengals. then oh uh, this is the only prime time game the jags have this season and real quick i'm gonna the say the only prime time game they have every year it's the Hold thursday on. night i'm gonna say it here <laughs> i've had i've heard and I'm, I'm going solo here sorry this is a very big deal i've already seen a ton of jags fans complain about the fact that they only have one prime time game this season shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> It is the worst to hear that because people don't think about a the the fact that primetime games are for the teams that make the NFL money, okay? Games that make the NFL money. Jacksonville is not making the NFL any money yet. Maybe in the future they can with Trevor Lawrence, but they're not making the NFL any money, okay? So settle down. One primetime game is fine for right now. Let them grow. That's what's going to happen. They need to earn their stripes. They have done nothing to deserve it, okay? Nothing at all. Very true. Oh, sorry. Fact. Sorry. 
I'll what proceed. Are you sorry about being honest. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, I've I've seen so many Jags fans on the fan pages post all the time. They're like, one primetime game? This is ridiculous. This is absurd. Trevor know, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. It's 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 the same for the Cowboy haters that we get like eight every year. And people are like, Well, why are the Cowboys on? We good or bad, we make money. Yeah, they make yep. the NFL money. That's what primetime games are all about. It's not about the matchup. I mean, the matchups are too, well. but it is it is about what teams yes. are gonna make the most money, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are not there yet okay so lost to they beat the texans they beat the broncos they lose to the cardinals i think they lose to the Bengals here i think this is joe burrow joe burrow's game here i think he outplays trevor lawrence in this game uh yeah okay i'm i'm being realistic okay that's the biggest <laughs> thing here i'm being realistic with my team okay they lose to the Bengals on prime time and then i think they beat the titans okay I think they beat the Titans. I think Tennessee is kind of slumping here. I get it. And this isn't this isn't uh oh, this isn't November, December, go. Derrick Henry. I think this is a team that they can take advantage of a bad defense cut, here. God cut, damn it. Cut. Before you went into this, you oh, said you were gonna my, pick, oh, you were gonna say oh, you were gonna take well, any head true. coach that was okay. better than yours. And, and I'm sorry, I'm not a Vrabel guy, but Vrabel's shown to be a really good head coach. Yeah, he turned okay. that organization okay. into well, a winner. Gonna take that one and back. Now you're changing, Homer ass pick. Can, can I can I take that what? one back? Not I, can no. you you I you will. shall no. Actually, you shall no. take that one back. You know what? No, I'm not going to take it back here. Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Tennessee Titans here. There you go, Jags fans. I gave you guys a win that you probably shouldn't get, but there it is. They beat the Tennessee Titans. Then they play the Miami Dolphins, and I think – Oh, here we go. Here we go again. Come on now. What's wrong with you? I can't. I'm going to say the Dolphins beat the Titans – or the Dolphins beat the Jags here, and the Jags go into the the bye week three and three, which is good. Which is a great, great feeling for the Jags. Okay, great feeling. Three and three, come out of the bye, and, and this is tough. My classic false start, five-year penalty. Nope. Repeat. Nope. Take it down. Nope. Oh, Love nope. it. Jags beat the Titans, and then the Jags come out of the bye, and it is a tough one. Okay, they're going to get beat by the Seahawks. They're going to get beat by the Bills. They're going to get beat by the Colts. They're going to get beat by the 49ers. They're going to get beat by the Falcons. They're going to get beat by the Rams. They're going to get beat by the Titans. They're going to beat the Texans. They're going to beat the Jets. They're going to beat, ooh, no, they're going to lose the Patriots. And then they'll beat the Colts to give us some hope heading into next year. Beating the Colts both? Uh, no, you, okay, yeah, yeah. So you have them at six wins? I believe that is what I had, yes. Okay, so you saved yourself there because I, too, had them about six, five, six wins, I think, the, that the Jacksonville Jaguars get to this year. They don't play an easy schedule despite being yeah. in a division that – is not great, maybe because they're one of the crappy teams in that division. But um, I, 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 I believe they get about five or six wins. Yeah. Five and I said this, I said this on Broad Street South when we went on there for the draft coverage. I said six and eleven, and that's what I think the Jags can do this season. Six and eleven. Yeah. What happened? That, e- that easily, that easily could turn into three and fourteen, but it could or whatever, it could. <laughs> whatever it is. But you I'm, know, I'm my just faith saying. in Urban Meyer, so it very well could. For a rookie to come in and have that impact on a, on a team that's still lacking some pieces, it's it's tough. But 
Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Where do you, can I ask, okay, I'll I'll ask this question in the final countdown. It's time to wrap this show up here for our audio listeners. Again, we appreciate everybody who listens to the show, whether that be on all podcasting platforms or whether that be right here on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, we appreciate it. But hey, if you want more of this and you're watching this, we have a podcast. The, The show is in podcast form. You can take us on your long car rides to work, your lunch break, you just pop us on there. Even if you're working and you're allowed to listen to music during work throw us on let your friends hear the greatness that we provide here at the rough cut aj can you tell us where they can follow us at yeah you can follow us on twitter at rough cut underscore sports you can go on all head over to facebook at rough cut sports oh, no, what about no. the instagram at the rough cut sportscast oh that's nice Man of many what, voices. If we, what if we go on ahead on over to youtube where they put on the videos and the people watch the content and they leave a like and a share and a subscribe Ooh, that sounds just about right hit that bell get that notification and ooh, tell everybody everybody Everybody. Oh no, and of course we're brought to you by Halftime Sports Collective, <laughs> the number one place to get all your sports memorabilia needs. Whether that be a signed jersey, whether that be a signed cleat, whether that be a signed helmet, it's there. HalftimeSportsCollective.com. Go check them out. It is time to get into the final <laughs> countdown. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast. Any final words, AJ? No. Aaron. Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. Portion, let's get into the final countdown. <coughs> Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.